0: Hit the lights. You've discovered the Half-Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors,
1: and even some young blood. Welcome aboard. All right, for the round table today, I have Jessica Clawson. Hello. Hello. And we'll talk about how I know Jessica in just a second. And Colton Reyes. Hi. Hola. Okay. So, full disclosure, Colton and I, we've, we've done an interview, uh, and I asked him to stay over for the roundtable. And um, real quick, before I forget, I want to the listeners to know, okay, how you got in this industry and then i'm gonna do the same thing for you so start off Uh, luck luck Luck. okay that was easy (laughs) it was rough (laughs) it was actually
0: rough uh i went to uh school to become an uh, auto mechanic Mm -hmm. uh uh, as you do not a diesel mechanic an auto mechanic uh and uh, i had uh you know some unfortunate experiences and you know it it left me pretty bummed and Mm -hmm. uh, i didn't know what to do so i Um, you know, pretty pretty hard time, and then uh, uh, one of our church friends uh, told me to get into the apprenticeship program.
1: T- talk about that, talk about who? Yeah, which it, church? His friend? name is
0: Jeremy Boss. Okay. Uh, we both attended the uh, church called Resonate in mm-hmm. Sherwood, Oregon, uh, and so he he said, "Just here's an application, apply. You'll mm-hmm. be working, you know, with electrical systems," and I was like systems on cars. I have, I have that mentality. I love doing that. Yeah. So I'm going to do it just in a different way. And so I applied, got in, and then uh, that's how I got into Point Monitor as well, because he's the husband of the niece of Mark Higgins.
1: There you go. So, so you knew somebody who helped you get in. And of course, Mark is is responsible for bringing probably a third of the apprentices through the system There's one way or another. so many Point Monitor So many Point folks, so that's awesome. I yeah. appreciate that. Okay, Jessica, now I know Jessica, well actually I just met Jessica, but I know everybody in her family but Jessica. Mm-hmm. So full disclosure, um, uh, Tyler, who is here with our podcast, he's the guy who's running everything for us tonight, I've I Tyler was one of my students, another one of my students was his brother, right, who I also worked with at Western, and then he came and worked with me at PSI. Okay. so so Randy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Then Corey was hired mm-hmm. <laughs> at at PSI, and he was a tech for a while, and then he moved over to a more of a sales role, and so I worked beside Corey for a long time. I like Corey's funny. He's one of the few people who can make me laugh all the way to the floor. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he left and went to the coast. Mm-hmm. And that's where you come in. So yes. pick that up.
2: Um, well, I brought Corey to the coast. I've been working. Oh, you brought him to the coast? Yeah. Oh, you're I... the one that
1: made him go to the you coast, stole Yeah, Corey?
2: I still, Corey. But we were looking on. for. Um, it's so hard to find any LEA that wants to come out. And a lot of people will just travel mm-hmm. from the valley over. And it never works out or hasn't worked out. So um, I told Corey there was an opportunity if he wanted it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it just worked out. And so
1: he had worked for first response. So he had like security, yeah. camera knowledge, All fire it. alarm knowledge. Yeah. yeah. A
2: lot of what my boss wanted mm-hmm. to bring over, Corey had. Nice. Um, and so, and I, I had told him really early on and he kind of poo-pooed it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like here and there. I'd be like, well, you have a job if you want. So eventually, it worked out, and he was like, "Can I have your boss's number?" And give him my number. So he and did so, the work. and
1: now you you work for Icona Pro. I do in mm-hmm. Pacific City. Yeah, which is, so which is right on the coast. Yep. I mean, can you can't get any closer <laughs> to the coast than that.
2: It's one gorgeous it. town.
0: It's and
1: and you are you awesome. from there or are you from here, Jim? No, I
2: grew I grew up in Camby. <laughs> Oh, right here.
1: Yep. (laughs) Hometown, Uh, just like Corey.
2: Exactly. And uh, my parents or my grandparents had a beach house in Lincoln City growing up. Mm -hmm. And so we would go out every so often as kids. And I just knew eventually I wanted to be at the coast. Didn't Mm -hmm. know when. Um, Being an adult, it just kind of worked out. So I moved and um, I actually applied for an office position at Icona Pro. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that they didn't have an office position open. And he was like, well, how do you feel about being an apprentice? I'm like, well, everybody else in my family does it. So yeah. why not? Yeah, they
1: sure do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And, they're I, all, and honestly, they're all successful at it. So I mean.
2: I've only ever heard great things. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, to be honest, um, I, I can't actually say that. When I like knew what my brother was doing, I never actually knew what my brother was doing. Like I knew that he was a low voltage electrician or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it just never dawned on me how much hard work really went into that. Um, A lot of just your brain and working hands on and stuff. And so um, it was cool. I called my brother because they offered me a job. And so I called him and I asked him about it. And he goes, it's a lot of hard work. And if you're okay with that and. You want that, then it'll pay off, and it'll be a really great experience. So, now how
1: long have you been an apprentice?
2: Um, I'm two two years. So, oh, I'm so yeah, about you're, a yeah, you're about a week. Away I'll through. be a fifth period. So.
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: Wow, so congratulations. So yeah, yeah,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Now, where do you train at? Since you're on the coast,
2: um, it's all online. No kidding. So instead of going to like Clackamas, I go. I do online classes for Lane Community College. Okay. So all online. I've never had to go in. I started right after covid hit mm-hmm. um so i don't unfortunately i would love to go in and take classes where i can i, I learn with hands-on and so if so i can't a do it learner. Yeah. yeah so i have to read a lot of books which is really mm-hmm. fine and it's great but it kind of takes the being in front of somebody and asking questions if i have them mm-hmm. with a teacher out of it um but i'm very blessed with really good um leas and and uh, mentors so, so
1: and you can jump in here at any time this is roundtable so i'm not yeah. running this show I'm just here so let me let me see if i get this right mm-hmm. so what what exactly do you guys do is it is it is it access control berg fire berg yes. what, is it it's all of it all of it everything on the coast needs to happen
2: yeah um a lot of a lot of the time i would say it's probably mostly like residential berg okay um And then maybe more like security for like camera systems Mm -hmm. for a lot of businesses out there. Um, We have a very small to medium handful of commercial fire Mm -hmm. Um, because we take over a lot of like the schools and just kind of bigger companies out there anyway. And you work
1: the whole coast?
2: Yeah, we go we go all the way up. We have a place in Astoria. So we go all the way up to Astoria and then all the way down to Yahat south. Um, and then we actually have a few accounts in uh, McMinnville. So, so everyone's in Salem. Okay. So every once in a while we'll come out.
0: So for those of us that don't know where Yaha is. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I have no idea. You don't know idea. where Yaha is? No. So
2: Newport is probably like the bigger, like okay. a more known south. So uh-huh. it's it's still like maybe t- uh maybe not two hours. It's more like an hour and a half maybe past Newport South still. Okay. So if you know where Waldport is, it's maybe another 30 minutes? So I was
1: minding my own business as I do. (laughs) I pull into a gas station, (laughs) as I'm apt to do, and I look over and there's a Prius next to me in the next Mm -hmm. skittin'. And I look over and I, I recognize the driver. I mean, I really recognize the driver, like, that is. And then he smiled and waved and drove off. And it was Charles Emerson Winchester, right? The guy who played that on Mash. What? Yes. Wow. Whose name is David Ogden Stiers, and he's passed away. He lived wow. in Yawata. Oh wow! And so I, and so as he drove away, so <laughs> if you, we grew up in the era of Mash, which is Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. So he was the guy who played one of the major characters on mm-hmm. there for most of it. And I just, but you could see, he could see my face going as I'm going, click, 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 what? what? I, I was, I, I. and as soon as I realized who it was, he was like, eh, hit the throttle, I gotta get away from this clown. And, uh, <laughs> but he was, uh, he lived in, I knew he lived in Yaw huts, but I just didn't realize that. And so the woman who was pumping our gas says, oh, he comes in here all the time. Uh, you know, And I was like, oh, And it's like, he smiled at me. But he used to come to Portland and uh, conduct a symphony. He was, uh, oh, cool. he he really was quite the, uh, uh, Quite the aficionado of classical music, just like he played that on Mash. So if you ever watch Mash, anyway, he's he, he he passed away a few years ago, but yeah, he's he had his him and his partner lived down there. It was really really cool. So I thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, eh, I love the coast though. Yeah. I really do. And
2: Yachats is beautiful.
1: Though. It is gorgeous there. So, so you get to work the entire coast of Oregon and learn limited energy. And you're young, so yeah. I mean, this is this is a good career move for you.
2: It's like I said, it's been really great. I can't every day, like even driving down 101, I could see the coast. Like even today, I saw it, and I was like, "This is really awesome." I get like an hour drive. You drive to yeah. Newport, and it doesn't matter because it's beautiful. So even crappy weather, because it's the coast.
1: It's the coast. It's still beautiful. So do so. Yeah. I had a I had I I did a roundtable. Well, in an interview a couple of weeks ago. With a, a guy who surfs. Have you tried surfing or boogie boarding yet? I
2: have, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I had a friend that taught me how to surf. And I'm actually a scuba diver. Get I out. Scuba diving. And so um surfing was not my favorite. I'd almost mm-hmm. rather see everything under the water than be like, Oh my gosh, there's a shark under me. I'm so
1: sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you're so you're not just living at the coast, you're actually living yeah. I mean you're doing stuff.
2: Yeah, I have a I have a golden retriever and so we're we're mm-hmm. always at I mean we play on the beach and we take advantage as much as we can and we're locals. I mean I consider myself I've been there for like two years now. So yeah, you're local. I I deal with the traffic in the touristy season and so yeah.
0: What I mean, traffic? Yeah, yeah, what traffic.
1: <laughs> well, you know, Pacific oh, City man. is all Oh no, it's, it's a big it's hub. all like there's I mean lot of traffic that's all there. the Dory Dories, well, dories go out of it's there. It's growing. You I know. mean,
2: like everywhere, every city, every town is getting bigger and bigger. Everybody's great painting and construction, and it's it's great. It's it's a lot, but
0: good for business. It's, it's great good for, for business. business.
1: Yes. and people are moving here because there's water. Mm-hmm. There's no water in California, so they're all they're all coming up here. I Why
0: is that. there no water
1: in California? Beats me. Maybe you shouldn't move to a desert. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Having having lived there for twenty six of my fifty like logic now doesn't residents. <sighs> it was it was Southern California is a different place. I mean yes I grew up just like just north of the border pretty much. Oh, in Southern. I
2: had, yeah, I think we have family there too.
1: Actually. I wouldn't doubt it. There's yeah. a lot of classes. <laughs> yeah. So um but no, I, I grew up in uh, uh Ocean Beach, El Cajon. Oceanside, I mean, all over San Diego County. So it's like, yeah.
0: So Jessica, I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, what is your favorite system to work on? Like, what's what's that system that just draws you in? Like, you want to learn more, and you just love working on it.
2: Um, I I really been enjoying. Uh, well, we do a lot of Honeywell right now, mm-hmm. so for security, and I've been enjoying just learning more. I'll go in and like we have a, a girl in the office that actually does a lot of our programming for us so mm-hmm. if I like center her a zone list, she can just update it um but I like to go in and actually do it so I get really excited when I get to kind of take over and um I can tell like where my confidence has been building and I can just go in and do it um the other thing that I really like is um, I like taking over camera systems and networking um oh, nice. I don't not nice. great at it right now But again, when you have those moments where you've learned it and you don't necessarily need help and you can figure it out and kind of walk yourself through it, Mm -hmm. um, I kind of like the, I like the challenge and then I like fixing it. And then I, I like, I like just kind of understanding it and making it work. So like IP addressing and stuff like that used to scare me right right away Mm -hmm. when I first started. Being two years into it now, um, it's the, the challenge is more kind of exciting for me. Um, the other thing that I really like is I I like using my hands. So I started out like a baby. I didn't know how to use tools, Mm -hmm. was very fresh, very new. And so now I just kind of run and go and it's been really nice. So anytime like we're doing pre-wires, I get to drill holes and I get so excited (laughs) and I've got like tools all over me and I feel really awesome. So it's, it's just kind of, it's just new and every day is different. every thing is, has its own challenges and i I really actually kind of just like the job. Good. The job itself. That's now, that now, is
1: really good to love what you do. Yeah. Yeah, and and so what did you do before this? Did you just do clerical work or Um, yeah, I did.
2: I did a lot of office work. Okay. So I was um, a lot of uh, what is it called? Now that I'm like haven't done it. Um, Don't use the word secretary cuz no, that's No, um <laughs> is all they get customer, customer support they get or customer, customer, oh, okay. service. customer so, service for an HVAC company.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so you were kind of exposed to? Yeah,
2: a little bit. A couple years before that job. So, and I've always, I've always had like retail jobs too. So, Mm -hmm. like being out front, working with my hands,
1: doing stuff, and And that gives you good customer service skills. Yeah, absolutely. So, what's it like being a woman in this industry? A young woman, Mm -hmm. and and learning all this stuff. What kind of challenges have you run into? Have you been? Have you run into? you know, issues, like, is it, is it easy? Is it hard? Is it something other people should do? Should they run <laughs> light their hair on fire? Uh, other,
2: other women. Um,
1: <laughs> I want more women in the industry. Yeah. Like I seriously, I get I mean, excited when I see other girls just
2: in the yeah. area. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let's talk girl things. And which is,
1: which is, which, which is, is awesome. Needed. Cause we had, cause we yeah. interviewed Anna last, oh, last week. And I don't know when the episode comes out, but oh. Anna was, Anna is like, I mean, She's a major hitter in this industry. Okay. She's an EST three tech. She's works at the airport. She works for Convergent. Uh, you know, I don't I, I know there's other, you know, women in the industry who are as successful as her, but I haven't I haven't gotten them in front of the microphone yet. Yeah. So she was like the big catch for us to go, Yes, let's let's put her voice on the air. So you are a big catch for us to talk about. What, what is going on? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially since you are an apprentice and you're, yeah. you're experiencing yeah. this industry for the first time.
2: That's cool. Cause I've not met any, like, I've not, I've met other women who are apprentices on jobs, but I've not met any like top dog women which right. would be really cool. Um, but at the same time that gives me like hope, but it also makes me realize it's just a matter of time.
1: It is a matter of, of time. time. Yeah.
2: Start getting there. So, uh, that, yeah. it, that's exciting. It is um, absolutely
1: it's, a matter of time.
2: Um, to answer your question, it's it's been a little challenging. My okay. my first probably six months were like the hardest. Mm-hmm. I being really fresh and not having a lot of skills for this industry, I was just didn't know if I wanted to even do it. I was like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. I didn't like not knowing anything. And usually, when you start a job, they train you for what like a week or two, and then you're they let On you go own, you fly you and go. it's great yeah this is like three whole years where i have to be handheld through mm-hmm. things. and so um the first six months were really hard um it's been very challenging in its uh own way for different reasons like one being a very small company starting mm-hmm. out there versus like a really big company um and then i've also only had like one LEA starting out, mm-hmm. and I got so tired of working with the same person every single day. Um, if I had a husband or I had a relationship, I was spending more time with that person mm-hmm. than any other person. Mm-hmm. And so there's just it's some good of thing, that. It's a good thing you've got
1: a dog. Yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. go home and Honestly. vent,
2: and he would just... Such a good listener. <laughs> such a good listen. <laughs> do you want to clip a ball yeah he's like yeah. well, i to go for a walk and do this so exactly you talk, I'm like,
1: <laughs>
2: um it's you know to be honest it's been really great i've had to learn a lot and i've put up with a lot probably yeah um, so talk
1: about that i mean talk about the, yeah. the. i mean i don't want you to throw people under the bus no not but at i all. want other people you know and now other other folks who are trying to get in the industry or other yeah. folks who are interested in it to go, is this for me or is this not for yeah.
2: me? I guess what I would say is with how with how new I was at the beginning, um, going into it, at, I was really kind of just letting my hand be held. Okay. Um, I really kind of coasted through it. I let a lot of people help me sometimes do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I got more comfortable and my confidence built, Um, I started realizing realizing that I didn't like that. Um, And then you start to realize, too, even at the beginning, like, women know, like, when guys are being, like, guys. Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy to want to just yell at them and be like, stop. If I was a dude, you wouldn't be helping me. And so it went from just noticing a lot of that to Mm -hmm. having to finally say something. Um, And so it's... It's just small stuff. It's like guys so, holding so screws a, for you. that's an independence
1: and, yeah. thing that you had to kind of. A hundred percent. Say, look, yes. I'm not. Yep. I'm not some sort of.
2: Yeah. When well, you, you know, for me and not all women are like this. Some women are probably really good at just being like, hey, I can do it. Like if you don't mm-hmm. do it, I won't learn. For me, I was so new that I thought if I didn't. Get the help then i wouldn't understand it or i mm-hmm. wanted to understand it fully so it was always for me it was yeah show me how to do it instead of just making me do it um so a lot of it was just a learning curve and i had to realize like what was happening and what was going on for me to really want to take control okay um and so and it's a it's still even two years in same people i still have to hone in on those guys and be like listen If I were a dude, you wouldn't be helping me. Or Mm -hmm. hey, I've got this. Go do that. So, um, unfortunately, there are times being a woman in in this industry, it almost feels like you have to kind of manage that time better than your lea is going to. Or at times, you have to manhandle the situation Mm -hmm. or manhandle them and be like, "Listen, go away. Like I'm. I can (laughs) do it. Go away." It's tough
1: it it's I'm not laughing at you, <laughs> you, kid. I think that's I think you hit it right on the hat. Yeah. You hit it right on the you, you couldn't you couldn't And again,
2: have, if I were a guy, you wouldn't even be here.
1: You do so. do you think I helped Colton? Yeah. Not at all. Oh you, you don't oh, know
0: okay. maybe once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll pull your beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's a really good point. I mean you really you really summed it up yeah. pretty well.
2: And again, it's I think it's always going to be that way. Because I think men, I think they want to, it's like a natural instinct to want to help women. What absolutely
1: is an instinct. Yeah, I don't deny that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And I I love
2: that. There are times where I'll take it or, I'll be completely honest, there are times where like if I'm drilling a hole and I can't get the right like muscle or Mm -hmm. anything into it, I sometimes need help and it drives me absolutely nuts to ask for it. But- um, this industry is also where i'm learning you can't you can't be so proud and and prideful that you can't ask for help too at times especially when you're giving i brought
1: other. it that brought a tear to my eye oh okay. it really did oh, yeah. i mean i've been a i've been in this industry a long time that's exactly right yeah that's exactly right there's times when my apprentice has to help because i can't physically do it I guy jerked up you my can... my right shoulder yeah and there's times when like he's lifting my bag and carrying it because my like you know, my shoulder isn't like.
0: Just because you carry too much. <laughs> oh god! Just put too much stuff in that you backpack.
1: Should, yeah. You should see the bag I'm carrying. I haven't seen it yet. Put a backpack! Because I want a backpack. It's a backpack. You want a backpack? I want it's a backpack. a backpack. So and it is um, heavy. So tired of my it weighs what you weigh. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, it's heavy. And I not put it on, and I and I always put it on like one shoulder, my 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 strong shoulder, which is my left shoulder. half-watt podcast there we go see yeah but it's uh because i walk a lot like we 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 drive to the building we're gonna go to and then we walk in there and do our work but um you know and my apprentice is now carrying a backpack or two Mm -hmm. depends on what he's gonna do Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so we got out of the scooter today and he grabbed mine and i so i grabbed (laughs) his (laughs) i'll take this
0: well, so through through these experiences, though, it, it's it has enabled you to get that confidence, right? Yes. And it just, it's it's been good to have these experiences, however rough they may have been, uh, in the certain situations, because it, it it's helped you grow, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's there's been some very uncomfortable conversations I've had to have with um, certain people, and. Even those are have been very helpful because had I never had those conversations, my confidence would have probably still been less right now. So, so
1: conversa- yeah. were they inappropriate? Yeah, type? really. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. I've had. Um, I'm very. I mean, you know Corey, you know my family. I sure do. So I, I'm a lot like. Huh, I'm a lot like the men in my family, mm-hmm. so I'm really easy to get along with. Um, I don't take offense to a lot of certain jokes and um, even like anything sexist like it's really like I have you'd have to do a lot to really offend me mm-hmm. um, so it's usually like um, personal conversations or um, like uh, any uh, what's it called if you if you like get in my bubble um, those are your, kind of your things personal in space. my personal space you get too yeah. close yeah touchy feeling. you know like there's you know, like, we're all, mm-hmm. you know, the guys can do it. Once again, Nobody's, you know, right. <laughs> being inappropriate with you guys all the time. But a girl comes in and it's we like. We just don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Colton, how dare you? You guys what? do too. Tell you talk world. about it. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, of course we do.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So those conversations are, you know, like really hard when you have to, mm-hmm. you know, you get to a certain point and you get to a comfortability and you're allowed to talk and then somebody takes it too far and then you're like. Well, now I have to set some boundaries, and and then that's not just me saying that's on that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've I do a lot of things in this inter- industry too, where or in conversation or topic where I could probably be a little more careful mm-hmm. <laughs> too. So um, those are just those have been some conversations I've had to have, and to keep my job, and to keep and to keep and you know, and it's not even to keep my job. I think it's more like. I've worked really hard to get where I am. Mm-hmm. And because I say something like a guy, I I feel like I have to watch myself a little bit more. Mm. And so...
1: So it's extra work for you. Yeah.
2: I, I don't want to have to feel like I have to leave my job because of what I've said that sounds like what you said or what he said. I want to keep my job. I like where I'm at. I've worked really hard for it. I'd rather have a hard conversation... Mm-hmm. To get us back on the same page, to be where we need to be, so we can keep working and I can keep learning and my career can grow.
1: She's got a hell of a head on her shoulders. Yeah, that,
0: I mean, no, seriously, you, got some, you really do. Yeah. You are yeah. extremely <laughs> confident and brave to have those kinds of conversations because yeah. they could go south quick. They could go yeah. south quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just the do you actually see a good change after those conversations though? Yeah,
2: actually, I have. Um, it's it's been like an up and down. Um, when I've had to, when I had them really early on, um, they were really great. Uh, I was again; it was all about me and having to kind of uh, reevaluate where I am and then move forward. Um, and that person also did as well, and so that made it really easy. Um, with changes and like new people coming in, it made it a lot easier too. So like, <laughs> you could so, I could as soon as somebody shows up and they go, they're they're <laughs> yeah.
1: gawking at you, going, okay, here's the rules. Okay. Yeah. We're working. I'm an apprentice. You're an LEA, or yep. you're another apprentice. Stay on your side of the line. Let's get the job done. Yep. Set that. Set that table now, exactly. so that you don't have to deal with it. Yep. Yeah. I can and then see there that. might
0: be the day where the other, you know, LEAs that you've been working with since you were starting, yeah. are gonna just start doing it for you. Exactly. Hmm. Just yeah. setting that up. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then there'll be that respect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and there already has been. Like, those conversations with new people coming in and then those people having conversations, and, like, I wouldn't mess with that. I would leave
1: that alone. Yeah. So, yeah, they
0: really talk good. and... That's really good. That is really good. Yeah.
2: So it had to be established
1: early. So did you it's did it. you go to college, or are you just a high school graduate? No, just
2: a high school. Just so
1: you went to high school here mm-hmm. in Canby. Yep. Worked here and then went down on the coast and got um, yourself set up.
2: Yeah, I'm... I'm 31, and mm-hmm. so the last, like, good chunk of my life has all been... I worked, actually, at the country club. I worked at Plymouth okay. Valley. Okay. So I've been a golfer, and so I've worked around, like, sports and in uh, retail still. You so. golf,
1: too? Yeah, I golf, too. Wow.
2: Yeah. So um, it's it's been a lot... Again, I've worked in a lot of areas, too. Like, so golf? Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but, like, just surrounded by men. And so, like, that's another job where I was just, I had to put up with a lot. (laughs)
0: Wait, you you mean almost all golfers are men?
2: (laughs) What is it? Golf only ladies forbidden, right? (laughs) I wish I would have video.
1: (laughs) That's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. Oh, shit. (laughs) You have a hell of a presence. You oh. really do. You're funny, God.
0: You are, you are, you are, just as funny as Corey. Like oh. you're, you're that caliber. This That's is awesome. Actually,
2: one of the nicest things anyone said to me. He makes me. He what lo- he does? He makes me laugh so much. I work with him, funny. so I cry almost
1: every day when we we're together. Oh Jesus! So I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh. That's hard to get me to laugh like that. That yeah. was really good. Okay. <laughs> oh. anyway so it's got a lot of men in it yeah
2: <laughs> i don't know if you guys know that everywhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> god i could just see Corey and Ooh. you it's so funny sorry, oh man
0: it's awesome okay, oh, okay
1: so okay uh, you take over for a second
0: man. i i i have an experience to least really, really <laughs> share with uh having uh, a woman as an apprentice Um, I mean, me coming from my instructor background um, because I am an LA instructor for the apprenticeship program uh, I I mean, I approach things differently with apprentices just right off the bat because the first thing I do when I'm (laughs) No. no. (laughs) Whip you into shape. (laughs) Follow these rules. No. Uh, So I I try to figure out how how the apprentice learns. Mm -hmm. Like Figure out: Are you a hands-on learner? Are you a visual learner, or are you like just an audio or bookworm like, yeah. learner? You know, mm-hmm. so, so I figure that out, and and then I, I I cater how I teach to those apprentices, because if if I can cater to them, then they're gonna pick it up quicker. And and so with uh, uh, this apprentice. Her being female, I approached it the same way as I approach every other apprentice. Right. So I mean, I feel like that's a special situation in this industry because I don't, I don't technically think of her as like a you know a a woman like a, most right. people would. You just right. think right? apprentice. She she's an apprentice. Yes, she's female. So what?
1: Yeah, We've teacher
0: on. like He's everybody here to else. do
2: the same thing everyone else is here Yeah, to yeah. Do, yeah. yeah.
0: Learn. And, and and my my goal to every single apprentice is to always do what I can to empower them and enable them to learn anything and everything they need to or want to and be successful at it because I want them to strive in this industry. I love that. I want them to succeed. I like Mike has said before, I, yeah. I, I want them to be better than me.
1: Yeah. I want my apprentices. That's, that's been my, my goal is that I'm not looking to train an apprentice or an employee to be okay like I want them to stop me in the ground I mean I want them to be better than me okay
2: yeah yeah I want
1: you to surpass me if I don't then I have made some critical error in judgment and so uh, there's a lot of protectionism in jobs well if I teach my apprentice all my secrets all my tricks then they'll replace me bat squeeze I want to be replaced if that's the case. Okay, my yeah. apprentice that I'm working with, who I, I absolutely adore, uh, he needs to replace me, and and so each each time we're working together, I'm am analyzing where he's weak, where he's strong, what I don't need to worry about, what I do need to worry about, right. make those corrections, and once I know he's got it, he's got it. Yeah. And there's things that this that this guy does, I I could not do. Like he's got. Uh, because we do, uh, because it's a hospital, we have extra stuff that he's done for years that he knows, like, like dampers, like he knows how to find and locate and, and, and he's been trained on how to make sure these dampers work right. So he's showing me cause I don't have a clue. Like I know, you know, damper in. Close. Sometimes (laughs) close all the way air not move. It has fusible. Fags say damper (laughs) there. But he's showing me stuff like see this that little scar? That's from dampers. Well that's not from a damper, that's from reaching inside of a duct to do some work. So so this guy, um, Chris, is like like we're partnering to get to the next level so that so that he is as proficient as I am. And I will get him there. Um, and then he could just push me off the top of B R B or something. Hey Mike, to this. Oh. <laughs> Go look at that Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: Now I've got started. your job.
1: Now I got your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what you wanted. Push me down the stairs. Thumb, 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 thumb,
0: thumb. Now that Mike's disabled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said uh there are a lot of men in golf, uh, and then I fell apart. Well, tell me why that was relevant. What did they what what did the men what did uh, the men in golf do oh, to you?
2: Well, um, it was, where it was we more just leg on the along the lines of I've just I've been in I've been around I think industries a lot in my life where um, I've had to put up with a lot yeah and I in my past I've put up with a lot and I probably put up with too much uh, and so I think when I finally got to this this job I was putting my own money into it my own effort my own brain my own um energy and i think once certain things started happening again that looked uh like what i had gone through maybe in some of my past Mm -hmm.
1: um, the patterns yeah the the, the, yeah
2: men just thinking that they can Uh say what they want and Uh not there aren't any repercussions well um i decided you know like that's enough is enough and my my job and my career they're valuable to me and and this is what i want to do and And you know, to be honest, when I didn't know if I even wanted to do it, like the first six months, Mm -hmm. I thought I've already put too much money into the schooling portion of it and where I'm at just six months in that I was already telling myself, I'm going to finish my three years and then wherever this takes me after that, then I'll, I'll sail that. But like, I, I just had it in my head that I was just done. I, this was about me and Mm -hmm. being a woman wasn't going to change where that, where that went and how it led to it. So and it never been like that in my past. Like my my other my other jobs like either walking on eggshells around men or being careful what I said or how I said it and so like you don't want to upset anybody and so I was very very not where I was today then.
1: Are you so. are you were you so you have a you have a you have a you have a nice smile you was, was, was like was it your approach to talk to these people misunderstood like because you're nice because you've got these customer service aspects, they automatically assume one thing and you're like, no nah, man, I'm just trying to be friendly oh, not yeah. not um like, leave me alone like you this wouldn't happen to a guy yeah if I if I meet you Colton Corte,
0: yeah,
1: and I'm here. Right. I don't think, well, Colton, I mean, you know, you're a handsome guy. We got to get together. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just you're wouldn't the that. truth. That's true. You are handsome. <laughs> but but that doesn't. So is that is that kind of the crap that goes on? Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. show up. and You're like, hi, I'm your technician. You're like, oh, wow. Well, yeah. Look at that. You yeah.
2: Know? It's yeah. a lot. It can be a lot like that.
1: Sometimes. I could see that.
2: Like I've had guys even just out loud be like, oh, a okay. A right.
1: woman, a woman technician. All oh,
2: right, finally. And then, like you know, oh, you get the weird things where, like, well, she's you know way more fun to look at than you are. Like oh, you know, so it's rant she you know should
1: like bring bring a bottle of beer, just break it. Go okay. <laughs> I go? It's on. <laughs> yeah, we want to go. Crack. I'm here to fix something. I quit. Well, I I, I think
0: I think that that will potentially change. When we do have more women in the industry, I think it well because Absolutely, it's not yeah. going to be as as rare. So their their reaction it, may it, be and it is because it's genuine. Rare, I'm sure, but yes. the way that it just comes out, it of course has that tone to it.
2: And it's not always negative. Like sometimes it's it's super positive. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a customer. Uh, I think oh God, I hope where my like knowledge base was, um, maybe showing more than my smile or anything um, physical would. appear that he thought, and then um my brother later had gone and seen him a couple weeks, and he was just like booming, and was like, "I really liked your sister." Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: if he used to own a boat in Tillamook, he was like, "I would have hired her in a heartbeat." There you go. So, like, my actual, my work, yeah. everything showed to yep. him, and yeah. that's you know. So, so, again, so if you have all always, that
1: stuff together, if you yeah. know what you're doing, you've yep. got your skill sets, you've got your knowledge, your yep. programming vistas, or your programming. Uh, whatever Honeywell product happens to come out that month and you're you're all into that you could say look my technical prowess is what we're here to do Absolutely. right the, the rest of it is is leave me alone yeah like us let me do yep. you know I got well, a I got a like, retriever yo yeah yeah that's what I'd be telling him I have a boy at home I got a boy at home <laughs> and, and you know the, yeah which sucks <laughs> because you shouldn't have to right you shouldn't yeah. have to you should right
2: um, you know, the cool thing is, though, too, is I think once you establish those boundaries, um, which I would recommend for any woman to do it, you know,
1: obviously sooner rather than later, mm-hmm.
2: anytime. Yeah. Um, but what happens, which is really cool, is once you, once I was able to, like, say it and cut those ties and be like, that's not okay, and we need to do this differently and this needs to be different, um, that person, that LEA is also striving for for what you just said like he also wants to teach me everything he's a great great lea great mentor like I've learned how to to do things very efficiently and Mm -hmm. and very beautifully too like it all looks really nice when I'm done with it Um, the only reason that I feel very proud of what I do and skilled is because of him so when you're able to like cut that off and be done with it he gets to then focus too which is really unfortunate that, like, sometimes you have to have those conversations because mm-hmm. they should never happen in the first place. But when they do, and you have somebody who can kind of hone in, like, kind of brings him back and to
0: reality. And I like it. that. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. He gets to be the teacher and the mentor that he knows and wants to be and can mm-hmm. be. And I think he's awesome for that. that that's really good to find people like that. Yeah. It is. Again, yeah. I get to keep my job, he gets to keep his. Everybody's mm-hmm.
0: happy. I do and
1: everybody's it's happy, great. and no one's got, it, no one goes Just, home. Yeah, uh, we gotta hone yep. things. I, I worked sometimes. with a guy who uh he used to, uh Brad. He used to say, Can "You fill out a hurt feelings report." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we no. have those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've filled a few out. Yeah. So it's it's something that what well, you you know you are unique in the industry so that that's that's super. It it should give folks. My hope is that it gives folks a reason because I. Because I I don't see very many women come through the program. I mean they're they're yeah. truly a minority. So if I think in this last class I had uh, three in one class and two in the other, and the rest were guys. Mm-hmm. And so you know uh, it it's 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 important to me uh, not just to get women in the industry but to get minorities in the industry. Now I we generally have a lot more minorities and I'm super happy with that. So <clears throat> it's a it's it's. In order for us to become better, our diversity needs to be there. Yeah. We need to have women, men, uh, you know, every every color that there is, every type that there is, of all sorts and shapes. And I can't limit it, you know, to any of that. And that's one of the reasons that that not one of the reasons, but because I work up in the hill at OHSU, it's a very inclusive place. And they, as soon as you get there, they're like, now look, this is the rules. The rules are, you know, if you want to put she, or they, or he on your badge, respect that, mm-hmm. all right? It's not, you're not here to judge. Right. You're here to work. And it took me probably about the first th- three months of of looking around and, and, and looking at all the people. And you know, when you're working at, when there's 18,000 people that work at OHSU, And there's a chunk of them that work up on the hill. And there's a chunk of young women, like nurses and doctors and research associates and just this huge slew of people. And I thought, I would bet you they don't want to be reminded. They just want to be doctors or nurses or research assistants. They don't give a shit that they, you know, that that you find them appealing. Just do your work. Yeah, and leave us the hell alone. And I thought yeah. about that, and I thought, and I and I was talking to Chris when we were driving around. And I went, I bet you that this is a place that they can that they feel safe in. Be, be, besides the fact that we have you know a very you know a lot of cameras and cops and all that good stuff, and it is a place that you want to feel safe in. But that might be an attractive quality to working on the hill where you come up there and everybody's trained, if if you don't like it, don't work here. Yeah. Like if it bothers you, then this may not be the place for you to be. Yeah.
0: The door's that way. The
1: door's that way. You know, and I've, you know, I've, I, can, I, can, I can see how that makes a difference. And it's like, and I, I embrace it, I, don't, you know, I just want to work, man. It's just, you know, yeah. I want to be good at what I do. Um, but yeah That's That kind of it, It's I, It's the same damn thing You I just want to say, work That's exactly how I feel every day. Yeah
2: Yeah If anything ever comes up I'm like Can we just
1: work together? Yeah Can we just Yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it? Sometimes <laughs> it's hard To even just do that something?
0: On a normal day <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Let's just work
1: Yeah Because
2: some days You just don't want to work either. Like,
0: oh. Well I, I do want to add One, one no, last thing to, I'm
1: just going to read this and, and then I'll put it in So go ahead Do Do your thing
0: Um, uh, finding mentors is a huge benefit in this industry especially ones that just kind of like blow you away with how much they they care and how much knowledge they want to empower you with Um, I know it would be hard to believe but I had several mentors as an apprentice and a journeyman Um, Mike Brooks was one of them like I I was his student and I stayed in touch with him for the entire time all the way through, the apprenticeship program, after the apprenticeship program, until we worked together. We'd communicate. I'd ask him questions. Oh, all the time. You'd ask me questions. Yeah. We'd bounce things off of each other.
1: It's one of the reasons why I, I try to answer my phone, and when I get the, the, hi, we've been trying to reach you. I, it takes every bit of self-control I have not to chuck it off the ceiling, <laughs> uh, out, this, out the wall. I'm just like, this phone is for people humans to call me not non-humans to try to sell me something i'm going to get on an elevator and it's going to stop between floors and on that elevator is going to be the guy who does who does that for a living and and it's going to i'm just going to go this is your unlucky day my lucky day <laughs> but it's sure what did you do for a living since we're stuck on this elevator oh you know those automatic robocalls calls coming i sure do <laughs> exactly what those are, but anyway, I digress. It's one of those things where where I've given my number out, my old number and this number, to everybody. Like and I don't hide from it, like, I want you to call. When you're stuck on a roof, and I've had a couple of these times where this has happened, a guy called me and go, I don't wanna call my boss, what the hell am I doing wrong? Tell me what's happening, give me the picture, and they'll tell me what's happening, and I can verbally put it together in my head and go, oh, I'll try this. Oh shit! That worked okay. Whew. Good. Yeah. Have a nice <laughs> day. Click. <laughs> you know, yeah. even my my first apprentice, who's obviously long since turned out, he's also an operations boy. Well, he's an operations manager now. Uh, we were at a conference together, and we hadn't seen each other in years. And I took a call, stepped out of the room to talk to this guy, and he overheard the conversation and said, "Tell him to do this," and that was the that was the issue. That was the issue. The issue was we, the guy hadn't put the lid back on the duct detector and the new system sensor duct detector, you have to have the lid on. There's yeah, a tamper. tamper in it. And he goes, tell him to put the, the lid on it. I'm like, okay, put the lid on it. He goes, hey, it works. Hey, it works. All right, that was it. Move the data. I don't care how the data gets there. Get the data to the tech. Yeah. And the tech will learn and move forward. Yeah. That's the most critical thing.
0: Yeah, and like for my career, like I I mean, I've, I've had some real awesome luck, but it it has been mainly due to advice and networking from my mentors in in my career. And having those people is just a huge benefit. I like, my career wouldn't be where it is today if I didn't have those mentors. Mike Brooks, James Spearing, Jeremy Boss for getting me into the industry. Jeremiah Teach for teaching me the fundamentals of my foundation, Mm -hmm. that's the technician, the journeyman who gave me my foundation. Jeremiah Teach.
1: So I'm an avid reader of history. I love love mostly World War II because I'm nuts. But I really like that. But uh, one of the books I read was on the atomic bomb, how the atomic bomb came about. And all of the, uh, it's a Richard Rhodes book. If you've got time, and you want to read a good 800 page book, <laughs> both of his on the, on the making of the atomic bomb and the making of the super uh, are both phenomenal books. It goes into the science behind it and it talks about doctors teaching apprentices who were gonna get their doctorates in the university system in Europe. I never went to college. Worth a darn. I mean, you know, maybe a couple nights at community college, but never a couple terms, but not really college. So I don't know. Like, I just don't know how college works. And I know people have got all kinds of degrees. I'm not one of them. So listening to reading this book about how they set all these things up was, you know, you went underneath a doctor and you studied under that doctor until that doctor felt that you were ready to go to the next level. That you could then write a thesis and and or however you your your theory and then write your thesis and then then defend it. So that process is still used. It's not not used, but it was not uncommon for an undergraduate to go in and work under a doctor for years plural and then come out a PhD. There was no you got your you got your masters and then you threw another wad of cash at it and then you got your you know you did your doctoral thesis and got your PhD. There's still that time factor in there that can last as long as it needs to. But the process was like a stonemason teaching an apprentice how to be a stonemason. I have to teach you every way that you're gonna work with stone before I know I'm gonna say that you are a master mason, flat out. The same thing happens in the electrical trade. I work with a guy I knew was an apprentice for IBW. When, he, when I was up on the hill, and when I came back, because I had a long stint um, uh, away from it, I came back, and he's still there, but he runs the show now, like he runs the show. So he was an apprentice wow. then, now he's it. He's the guy up on the hill. He has overseen the installation of most of the fire panels, all the new stuff up there, and it is unbelievably good. It is so good the way he did what he did and the way he taught those people to do what he did that it is jaw dropping the love that this guy has for his craft because he's not doing high voltage work often he's mostly doing fire alarm work they do obviously do other stuff too but he, he could have gone and and gone and worked big jobs and just done high voltage but he decided to even though he's a high voltage guy stay in the and deal with limited energy right so we're talking, and he's been in the trade since he was in his 20s, early 20s, and he's an IVW and he's a full electrician. So he's gonna be—he already knows when he's gonna be ready to retire, and he's got, you know, his whole thing, his family, and how he lives, and how they're gonna do, and, and all, you know, all of his. Just just listen to this guy. He is—I I just was like, like my apprentice and I got—we left and we were like, oh, man, I mean, he's just got it figured out. He's really, he's got his kids, he's got three kids and where they're at and how he's putting it all together. I did not have that at 20. I didn't have it at 31. Right. And now I'm looking at that going, you know, look at the structure that this guy set up for his own life. And IBW did that and made and helped him make this this career you know this path <sighs> i mean i you couldn't ask for it anymore what the hell is a degree gonna do you i'm not i'm not knocking de- I'm not knocking degrees i'm not don't don't take me the wrong way but, but this guy's a craftsman's craftsman he goes yeah and when i'm not here i work at home i got things to do at house we got all this property and we have christmas trees here and we've got a motocross track here and at a shooting range, and we shoot ski and hunt, and, oh. yeah, I mean, he's just completely busy, busy. dialed in. Wow. And, w- and we both looked at him and went. <laughs> 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 you know, like, I don't have any of that. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I have my little career, and I have my space, but I don't have, you know. And look at you, now you're scuba dive, you've surfed, you live on the coast, You've got this career. You, you've you've done all these other things. Now you're channeling your 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 time here. Yeah. You are about ready to to make a huge life change. Yep. I mean,
0: I mean, moving to Oklahoma—that's a pretty yeah. pretty big change. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been there? No.
0: But hey, but once I move there, we get to add another certification system to that list. Oh yeah. Notifier, there you go. yeah, it's a long list. <laughs> well, we look at because this
1: is his list of stuff that he works on.
2: Oh wow, really?
1: Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even get it all.
0: Not all of it, no. And
1: and, and what What will happen now is that he'll be so. Put it to you this way: EST. He already has EST three. Simplex. He knows Simplex 4100s, ESs, which are the mainstay. So the the EST three is the big the big dog in the EST world. Simplex is the big dog in the Simplex world. The forty one hundred
2: No sorry to interrupt but when you say you have those is that like you go through you go through training or you've been in a company that like primarily focuses on
0: that Uh, you go through manufactured training you okay so they certify you in programming on that system for Uh, each program but so it depends on the manufacturer but it can take uh you know either eight hours to do the certification or it could take an entire week like it does for est and simplex because those are the big dogs. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, they're, they're I systems. I actually, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, there's systems could that could take a, you know, you could put in a building and you could do the whole building with them. Like, like EST, you, you'll you put it at EST in a skyscraper and it'll, it'll run the whole damn thing. Everything. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. So now. I'm
2: getting some numbers when I leave here.
0: Just so we we'll mm-hmm. I will yeah, well, absolutely give you a number. My number.
1: But he, so you've add this, then, um, of the big legacy systems, I mean the big ones that you would find nodes networked multiple. That the only ones not on here uh, is Notifier, and GameWell. Okay. GameWell will, is a big system as well, and there's okay. probably one other that I can't think of at the top I've, of my head.
2: I've definitely heard Notifier. I'm not sure if I've worked on it before, but I've definitely heard
1: of it. It's been is that around only a long in time. like.
2: Is that only like you said Oklahoma?
1: No, they're No, here. no, no. no I mean, they're national. They're, 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 oh, okay. It's, I was just national. A, it's just a brand of fire. Yeah, now. it's a brand of fire
0: fire okay. system. Um, do a lot so there the, in that area. Well, the company I'm gonna go work for is called Firetrawl. Okay. So they're, they're a Midwest company, so they got locations in several different states. And the specific one in Oklahoma City that I'm gonna go work for is a Notifier dealer. Okay. So basically, they sign a contract saying, yep, yeah, we'll sell Notifier for almost all of our jobs and that gives them exclusive pricing and then they put in notifier systems a lot. But you have to be certified to That's program. Right. It.
1: That's exactly. right. Yeah. So yeah. so like we, when we worked with uh, PSI, PSI was a, a strategic partner for EST. Okay. So there's different levels of partnership and a strategic partner means that you get, you know, the equipment at this rate, you get, you know, all these services that go with that. You could be an authorized provider, a strategic partner, I don't know adjacent you could there's other there's other levels okay so notifier is a big i mean you know if yeah. you go downtown portland it's either going to be simplex notifier or est it's or siemens siemens is the other siemens is the one i forgot sure that small german concern yeah very small <laughs> very small <laughs> the other eight hundred pound pound giant <laughs> is, is siemens you know but Babe. siemens is but it's all proprietary so if you're a siemens that's all you sell as Siemens. You might okay. sell some small stuff, but that's what you do as Siemens. And they might have a value-added partner that might Siemens might partner with. Est in, in this town there is there is Convergent, PSI, um, GB, GB Manchester. GB
0: Manchester, yep.
1: That sell EST here. That's it. Oh, okay. That's it. There's only three. There are three provider. There's one Simplex. That's JCI. There's one who says, for the world for the for the whole Simplex. Thing. Yeah, for,
0: the, for the world
1: And Notifier There's Costco PM Point Monitor Northwest Fire Suppression I know those three do Notifier
0: yeah, That's the only three I know of
1: Oh and ADT But Notifier is all Honeywell So Notifier Gamewell Silent Night Honeywell System Sensor All Honeywell product
0: Because okay. mm-hmm. Honeywell's a big conglomerate And they own, own way too many companies
1: And they make torpedoes
0: And conveyor belt systems
1: And heads up displays that's what what Randy worked on. Heads up displays, Honeywell heads up displays in jets, when he was in Arizona.
0: <laughs> Camera I systems. Don't I don't know. Card access
1: control. Uh, so when the pilots fly in the jet, yeah, and they look forward, mm-hmm. all of the displays, everything they need to see is 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 up on a piece of like a piece of glass. Also so that he doesn't have to take hug. his eyes off of the HUD. Off of the, yeah, heads up I didn't display. I know that. Yeah, that's cool. So that so the pilot <laughs> is keeping his eye or her eye on the target. Yeah. Right. And when you're flying at Mach 1, like, oh, what's what's that? Where's, where's my lighter? It fell somewhere on the. <laughs> <My> lighter. <laughs> As you do. You see my vape pen? <laughs> somewhere up here. Uh, but they keep their they keep their their heads up on that. And so they'll have uh, the angle of the plane and the attack. And then they can choose the weapon, you know, the missile they're going to shoot. Yeah. And, and it's got all kind of wacky crap on it. So Randy is still aligned that stuff. Okay, I'm gonna read an email. So JT sent us an email at halfwattpod at gmail.com. Now don't make me spell halfwattpod, okay? But it's pod at gmail.com. We need more emails, folks. So JT sent this. A couple of years back I ran into a snag trying to troubleshoot magnetic door holders for an elevator project he was helping to finish. And over the course of an hour or two for testing for voltages and various things, nothing worked. I decided to give the wire a pull, a tug. And it seemed like it was slack, so I tugged again. And that's where I figured out the problem. The wire came completely out of the wall (laughs) with a piece of tape on one end. So I shimmied my phone camera into the opening and there was a fresh wire there. And it turns out that someone decided to tape a piece of scrap wire to help the pull, but never actually terminated the real wire. So instead of terminating the scrap to the mag, uh, basically he wound up finishing that. So Wow. So he he that's what the problem was. It was like there's nothing here. What the hell's going on? Jerk, jerked it out of the wall. <laughs> there it is. So he was able to get it up and running. And he, he says that he loves the show.
0: So. That's awesome. Well, Used the most important tool and powerful tool a technician has. Their phone. Their phone. Their phone. Their phone. Their phone. You have the entire web yeah. right there where you can find manuals for everything. Cut sheets for everything. So let's, camera.
1: Look, at, so let's look at my camera. I took a couple pictures of you. So that, uh, but here's programming stuff. Here's... And I want to call it that programming stuff, programming stuff. Uh, this this particular master controller board, motherboard, we had to replace, but that wasn't the problem. So I took pictures of it so I knew all the layouts, programming stuff. Uh, horses, because that's my wife and her, whoops, and her horses. Oh, damn it. But all these right here, like I'll take pictures. Oh, man, now I broke it. Um, Why would you do that? The hell I, do? I, I like
0: I also use it to take pictures of my my art. There we go. As I like to call it. Yeah. So you know, cable management like that on a data rack. I take pride in it.
1: Yeah, see, look at that. Let me see that picture. Holy cow, did you do I was that? an
0: apprentice. You did that? At point monitor.
1: That's nice work.
0: Proof man. that they know how to teach people how to do cable. They do. They do. They do. I, I will never say they don't. They do.
1: So here is all, like, just picture after picture after picture, besides all my personal pictures, but pictures of technical issues. Yeah. Snap, right? Open up a box, there's a bunch of wires in there. Take a picture of it. That way, when you go to put it back together again, yeah. you you have yeah. something to refer to it. Yeah. Same thing with any fire panel. Take a picture of the panel. That way you know all the layout. Then you can take stuff apart, put it back together again, and you're like, oh, crap, was that green wire on five or four? Yeah. Well, you memorialize it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It it is a lifesaver. Like I, I I have a good memory for things, but there's definitely times where I just go, wait, what was
1: that? I don't my memory goes really wonky <laughs> when I have to drive home through rush hour and I can't remember where I because I'm old. And I go, Oh crap. What the oh, 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 there's the picture. <laughs> ah <Yeah. laughs> oh, I can do it.
0: Yeah, the, the phone is a powerful tool very powerful tool and i uh, i mean most most companies provide it yeah so that you can just use your company's phone you don't even have to use your personal phone which is nice or you don't even have to have a personal phone yeah you know uh but yeah so jt very very good thought <laughs> thought on putting <laughs> yeah. that, that phone in there that that was a real real smart thing to do and i'm glad you were able to find that because if you hadn't put your phone in there, would you have found that cable?
1: No, no. This remember I told you about this is uh, this is like some of the level work that these guys do up on the hill, the Dyna guys.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, and then I've got. Like I've it's also just got some of the cable management
1: here. that they do is just so unique. And of course I can't show the listeners, but this is just you know super super dialed in. Super
2: heavy like that, but I wish I could. Well,
1: and this was like, Are you a, well?
0: yeah. th- this was a special situation that I, I, as an apprentice, this was when I was an apprentice, still. Okay. I mean, look, look at that, Mike. This, this is when I was an apprentice. This is a four-post nice. rolling rack for Hitachi. Like, I was handpicked Hitachi to go do what? this.
1: Oh, Hitachi the company. Hitachi, yeah. <laughs> Hitachi the company
0: over by Intel, just north in the business Not park over. up there.
1: Intel, that tiny little company. It's a
0: tiny little <laughs> chemical plant. Um, so I got handpicked because of the other picture that I showed you guys, that cable management See? and the data rack. Awesome. Like I, they yeah. were just like, you are good at this.
1: The more yeah. OCD so, you are, the better the stuff looks. Yeah. Like they, if you have any OCD features at all, like like this is what. I'm you, I'm not. No, but those who horribly do. horribly OCD, but <laughs> <laughs> you're OCD enough, brother. Enough. Been been look,
2: it, look at it. It's that. off for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. But like, I, I was given four days to do two of these.
1: There you go.
0: I was doing, given four days to do two of these. They were empty when I started, and I put everything in. Everything had to be labeled very yeah. specifically, and it, they wanted it managed perfectly so that something could be taken out and put back in. But I did it in two days.
2: I was just going to ask Did you take all four days? I'm like, no, was no, that no, no, a I did very calm and collected process? Well,
0: started. so th- I, so I like to be efficient but I have a different definition of efficient than most people do. So my efficiency is the perfect balance between speed and quality. But the first thing that should always come first in your efficiency is your quality. Because if you can't keep that quality there, the speed does not matter. That quality has to be there. Yeah, it has to be there. Has to be there. So to get a good balance of that takes practice and a lot of it, a lot of it. So I always strive to be good on my quality, and then improve on my speed to achieve that quality. And that one right there, that I I had practiced. I had practiced, but it took me an entire day just to figure out the layout.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, to make so it all, did, how is it going to look in your head and yeah. then how are you going to make it look in real life?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I, did, I did kind of a, like a test layout on the first day, printed out every single label I would need and laid it out in like a charted format on a table. And the customer like came out and was like, not very far and I was like oh that'll change tomorrow yeah I'll change tomorrow I have a plan and so then the next day he, he comes in and he goes you're done I'm like yeah yeah I'm done
1: <laughs> it, it, it 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 I I was working for <laughs> so and excited. I'll, I'll finish up <laughs> after this but I was working for the feds one time on a project when I worked for Western States and they said it was at the Gus Solomon building and this guy came down from Seattle. He was like a GS 9 million or something. He was a really high up guy. And he goes, okay, you're here to evaluate the system as is so we can." So I want an evaluation. So I said, okay. So me and another technician, we went out and we started tearing into the system. And I started making all my notes. And he came back in a couple hours later and he goes, why aren't you doing anything? And I says, I'm, I'm doing it you know like I got this I know what I'm doing and it came in a couple hours later and he goes you're still here I'm like what do you want me to do do you want me to go elsewhere and do what I'm doing or do you want me to do it so he just gave me a ration of crap I mean he really did like he was just like all over me so I got done and I wrote this report up and I turned it into him and uh, the only gift I ever was given was the ability to write I can write pretty well and he read this thing and he went he went through the whole he did read it like the day after like I turned it in and then he didn't read it for a couple of days. Like he says, I don't think we got what we paid for. And I'm like, okay, well then read the, read the damn paper. I don't care. So he comes back and he, and he, he emailed me from Seattle. And he goes, Holy crap. I had, I had no idea. I had no idea you'd done this. I'm like, no, that's what I do. Like this, is what I do, for, yeah. I do, I do this for a living. What is it that you do for a living? You know, I'm trying to be fun with him. But he was like, yeah, and it hit everything, every point that they wanted plus some, like a complete evaluation of what was going on. And I thought, well, we'll get the job for sure. <laughs> it went to the same company who I did the, the assessment on. They were told one thing. In federal buildings, things have to be class A. So a class A on a fire alarm world, class B is I have two wires that go out mm-hmm. and then they terminate at a, at a device and I put an inline resistor on it. Right. Now if I bring it all the way back to the panel and I terminate it at the panel, if the panel's designed for that, well then it's fed from either direction. So there are two wires going and then two wires coming back to the panel. So you'll have four wires landed at the panel or thereabouts. Okay. Now. That's what a Class A system is. So, in the federal mm-hmm. government, they want Class A systems and they have really distinct ways that they install them because of the Oklahoma City bombing issue. When mm-hmm. that bomb went off, it, it took out the panel right off the bat. So, now they have rules on how that's all wired so it doesn't happen. It's for active wow. terror. Um, the system that was there was not for wire, it was not a Class A system. It wasn't even for wire in some cases, it mostly was just Class A. And we're like, and they were told that it was so they could just come in with a new system and the wiring would be there. And I'm like, no, no, that's not going to happen. You can't
0: uh, take a class B and turn it into class A.
1: You can if you, if you're good, but you won't be able to do it and then meet the code requirements. So, but it was fun. It was one of those things where, you know, you're, you're going off of your previous skills, your previous stuff to, to kind of, you know, dial it in. I love that kind of stuff. Man, if you throw me in there and say, "Well, I want you to do an evaluation on this," I'm like, "Okay, give me some spacer, <laughs> leave me alone for a while, <laughs> stick my lower lip out, and, <laughs> or I put my tongue in." Let
0: me wet my pencil tip. Yeah.
1: Well, look. uh Go ahead. Did you want to say something? I want. To, I got to close this out. No. Before huh? my producer stops throwing the staplers at my head. No, I'm all right. I'm good. So uh, so once again, this has been Jessica Clausen and Colton Reyes. I thank you both for being here at the Roundtable. Uh, I'm missing my buddy Gage, um, but he loves me a long time, so I know he'll be back. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can't I can't be any more pleased. I really appreciate you driving all the way from the coast to Absolutely. see to see us tonight. Yeah, that
0: was yeah. really really I, nice. It's been fantastic to meet you yet
1: again.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, for a second time.
1: Yeah. Where did you you guys meet? Wanted yeah, or what? yeah. Outside he, in Tillamook. Yeah, oh, no at a, yeah,
2: at a school. Uh, we were doing the uh, security for it, and he was doing cameras. And Cory nice. Cory yeah. used to work there so I was giving him crap. Or we were just talking about so when Corey, you Corey giving Corey crap. Yeah, tell, we are giving tell him crap. Like, tell
1: Cory I hope he's doing well. Yeah. I hope I hope is Thanks for listening to the Half-Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and share us with a friend, the best way to help us grow. The Half-Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.